Catherine, thank you. So, Ariel, I wonder if you could just give us an overall flavor of what we might expect to see in the news when Venus is in Capricorn. Uh, Venus in Capricorn definitely de- has a, a, a side to it that deals with the business, uh, politics, government, um, wanting to get into the uh, way things are run, organizational skills, and so that includes government and all of these things. So I think Venus can bring some light maybe to some areas that are a little bit uh, wounded right now from the recent shutdown. And much, I, much needed light, definitely. Much needed and- light because the 800,000 people that were furloughed uh, during the uh, during January and part of December were, uh, uh, you know, some of them it has been revealed how uh, desperate the situation is for so many people living paycheck to paycheck and not being able to uh, take care of their basic, basic needs. And I think one thing Venus in Capricorn is really good at, typically across the board, is uh, doing something committing herself professionally or giving the person the energy to have uh, their business, to get business in order. So what I'm saying is they love to work. These people are saying, you know, I want to go back to work. I want to go back to work. So certainly some of it is economically based, but I think Venus and Capricorn in general, that a person has that, they, they're, they're seeking jobs or work areas that actually gives them satisfaction of doing some doing a job well and having things run smoothly having things in working order venus is an earth sign and it's you know it's it's in capricorn coming into capricorn it's ruled by by saturn and so there's a little combination of venus and saturn always in a venus saturn in a venus capricorn position 
So it's it, interesting that you say that because that gives me hope that this government shutdown might just end when we see Venus going into Capricorn working with Saturn. Yes, Is well, um, isn't hasn't it ended? Didn't they say that it's partially ended now? Oh, I hope so. That might have been news this morning that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> I think it was yesterday that they said that, but 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 still, you're you're half right here because um, they're only going to fund it for a few weeks until a certain time in February, and then they're going to review it again. So, I mean, the fight isn't over. First of all, Venus has a hard harder job in Capricorn this time around, this year, and uh, in these years, last year, this year, possibly next year as well, because she's confronting both Pluto and Saturn, and as, as the two heavy-hitting planets that are in Capricorn right now, and also the South Lunar Node is there. So she's having to pass through each one of these um, energies that I would say it's time for her to really warm up or prepare well her negotiation skills of diplomacy and working things out even if you don't agree with what the other side is saying but um, I, as I was saying I think the Capricorn nature of Venus mixes her Venus's social nature with professionalism so this is when she puts on her business suit and uh, goes out and has her agenda and gets things done. Well, I love that. Now, how would the sun being in Aquarius, which is an air sign, affect Venus's temperament when she's in Capricorn, which is an earth sign? Well, they're both... I, I always try to find the common denominator between two signs or a, or a planetary position. Is there any common denominator um, a lot of times in astrology we'll say that the signs right next to one another are, uh, they're so different. But in the case of Capricorn and Aquarius, they're actually a little bit more alike than different because of their shared rulership of Saturn. And so the sun in Aquarius uh, and Venus in Capricorn both still more or less look to Saturn for guidance, let's say, or the way in which they want to operate. Certainly the Aquarius Sun is operating from the air element, so it's it's coming from mind and communication and ideas and circulation and, and, and uh, looking towards the group, people, and uh, Venus is Capricorn, so it's looking more towards, again, the professionalism Keeping commitments, being here, here and now, being in the here and now, getting things done. I think Venus and Capricorn has a very high intolerance level for people who don't keep their commitments, and who are who don't do the right thing. And I mean, it's not like what's the right thing. We don't have to ask. I think we know always what the right thing is to do. What would what would the right thing be to do? And it's not like a strict moral code, but I do think that Capricorn, we're, what we're seeing right now, and we're going to see more of in the coming months, is that uh, the people who have not just necessarily broken the law, but, but broken the law and also committed acts of 
things that are actually immoral or that do not uh, that that really hurt other people. I mean, there's there's breaking the law and not hurting anybody else, like everybody seems to do. Um, although maybe it does hurt everyone else if you cheat a little bit on your taxes or you bend the law or you increase your speed at a, a certain speed limit or whatever. So there's little laws we break all the time. But um, but I'm talking about laws of uh, really, really hurting other people. That's that's cosmic law. Now you're now you're venturing outside of Earth law into cosmic law and I think with all these planets in Capricorn, ultimately, um, they're going to have to face the consequences of that. So Venus is getting ready to go through this gauntlet of all those planets in Capricorn, it sounds like. Yeah. And I, and I guess with that, can you offer our listeners some suggestions on how they can manage this sort of strict, harsh energy when Venus goes through Capricorn? What are some of your advice points well again venus in capricorn mixes the social element with the professional element and i would say if you're even feeling tensions at work or or even tensions in the family or whatever grouping you're in uh even maybe with friends i would say plan a social event and it can be something simple like let's have lunch or let's do let's all go out after work and uh, you know, have a drink. It could be, you know, a juice bar or a tea bar or something, but let's have a drink. Because what Venus likes to do is relate on a more personal level and and is does have a social conscience, a very strong social conscience. And I think when you aren't sure what's happening with your colleagues or there's a feeling of secrecy or mistrust that's going on or or just questions like you've been left out. It's always nice to have uh, that after the business day is done, okay, let's let's group together in a more pleasurable setting and let's relax a little and let's connect personally. Because in the end, Venus wants to connect personally, but she sometimes wears this when she's in different signs, she wears different costumes. And I think in Capricorn, she wears the costume of, uh, well, I have to be the manager here, or I have to be the boss, or I have to be the parent and make the rules and, and you know tell everybody how to behave. And she really doesn't like having to tell people how to behave. She actually expects them to do it on their own. <laughs> so she gets a little miffed when they don't. But um, again, offering it in in a um, not in a softer way is probably in a soft, constructive way. Yeah. So she's she's here not to take care of little children, but she's dealing with adults, and she has certain expectations. It sounds like yes, and and a lot of them are little children dressed disguised as adults. <laughs> <laughs> because, I see a lot of that in my work. Well, because Venus in Capricorn also has a strong pull for taking care of parents or aging parents or even children. Um, grandchildren, let's say, when they get older, they delight in being grandmothers. I know several Venus and Capricorn grandfathers and grandmothers who are just uh, just were thrilled with the birth of their of their grandbabies. Um, and of course, who who isn't most most of the time? But but they really want to take a proactive role in 
uh, helping and and being just being the loving grandparent, not necessarily having to raise. They're they're happy not to have to raise the the child, but um, it's well, a good I've always, relationship. I've heard, yes, I've always heard that grandparents and their grandchildren have a common enemy. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And that's why they they get along so well. So mm-hmm. I always, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, that's. That's, that's great advice. I like that. So mix a little bit of social with the business. Reach out to grandparents and grandchildren. Find a little joy in that. That's fantastic. So so the Venus star point is, is certainly a concept that you've brought to um, the astrological community. And with the Venus star point transiting Scorpio for the next few months, I believe we're in the mi- middle of that cycle, how does that Scorpio being a water sign, the Venus star point in Scorpio, um, act with Venus transiting in Capricorn? Is there a another signature, another type of energy we see there, and is it on a deeper level, or, or you know, how do we look for that? Yes, very good question. Actually, uh, many aspects of astrology consider that. Uh, Scorpio, the sign Scorpio, which is a water sign, and Capricorn, which is an earth sign, uh, fare pretty well together. Uh, It forms what we call a sextile or a 60-degree aspect, and there will be two times in February that Venus will make a direct aspect to uh, her own star point. One of them is, or, or Venus will connect in a, yeah, to two of her star points actually, because the two transit, two of the five transiting stars of the Venus bigger star clock right now in our times, one of them is Capricorn 18, and Venus will connect with her star point, her own star point on February 19th, just after she passes through. Uh, the Saturn zone, so she might feel some relief at whatever she was working on up until the 19th, uh, having some kind of a release point and some kind of, uh, that's a day I would say to celebrate some joy, Venus, transiting Venus, meeting the Venus star point. In and that's February 19th for our listeners there, so yes. that's one of the two on the five-pointed star that's active now. Yes, and then the second one, uh, you might feel some energy on this too. Shortly after Venus goes into Capricorn, which is on the 4th of February, she will uh, make a sextile, uh, probably around the 7th, maybe the 7th or the 8th, she will sextile this past Venus star point, the one that we're in right now, at 3 Scorpio. So when she gets to about 3 degrees Capricorn, that's about approximately, for our listeners, that's approximately 3 days in to her journey through Capricorn, which starts on the 4th. So I want to say around the 6th, the 7th, possibly uh, continuing its influence into the 8th, that those are also days where Venus and the Venus star point are aligned favorably. Very nice. Yeah. So you so can, again, again, think Venusian things, think pleasure, think, think joy, think how to bring people together. Uh, assess 
and reassess your work situation or even your home and family situation. Is everybody working together sort of as a team? Are you basically climbing the same mountain? Because, you know, we the metaphor for Capricorn is climbing the mountain. And each of us has our own mountain that we want to climb. So, uh, but if you're working within a team, let's say the corporation has a mountain they want to climb, which is usually profits. Um, a family has a mountain they want to climb. It's usually uh, getting getting uh, all their needs met and having a prosperous life in some ways. Uh, so you have to like assess what's what is the mountain you're climbing right now. But I also think that Venus in Capricorn has to do with the idea of Earth, the body, nature, Capricorn in general. So there's some outdoor pleasures and maybe climbing real mountains, maybe getting out on the trails, maybe uh, being. Um, just just becoming one with mother nature and, and and sending good vibes to mother earth because after all capricorn is uh an earth sign and we want to uh we want to send back loving energy to the earth as a reflection of the support and uh love and sustenance that the earth always gives to us that makes sense and after a long cold winter with lots of disruptions and travel and whatnot it would be nice in early february to break out into the sunshine and take a little hike or do some climbing depending upon where you live um certainly you know the cold weather has tempered all those fires especially near you in chico california so that sounds like great advice and again i'll highlight those important dates with the venus star point sextiling um scorpio at three degrees three degrees capricorn three degrees scorpio around the 7th or 8th of february and then later in the month around the 18th or 19th when she passes beyond saturn in capricorn she'll again connect with her own star point um right around uh is it 19 degrees of capricorn uh yes 18 going into 19 yeah that's that's the range and one thing we skipped over valentine's day and i uh-huh. i wondered if you wanted to uh you know if our listeners want to have any any sense about that because it's not a day that Venus is necessarily doing anything, but she's heading into Saturn right after Valentine's Day. So I think if there is a commitment, it could be like, let's look at this as a more serious commitment than just a casual kind of thing. And then also it would be a time where people who are committed to reaffirm their vows or their commitment to one another and, you know, and just get together with each other on and is this still working and how is it working and all of that so so you're saying a time to reassess the relationship make sure that both parties are committed and true it sounds like um sounds like it's going to be more of a serious valentine's day so if you're giving your heart make sure that it's true right Exactly. Well, is there any other um, 
advice or anything you'd like to mention to our readers. We are just about up with our time. Okay, well, this was good. Uh, this was our very first blog on audio, uh, pod blog, uh, but the blog itself is available at the website, and if you miss this, you can always read uh if, if uh, people want to read it as well as listen to it, they can look at it there, too. And I'll repeat that website for our listeners. It's sophiavenus.com, S-O-P-H-I-A-V-E-N-U-S.com. So you'll find more information about Ariel, who's been an astrologer for over 40 years. You can find both of her books on that website classes, lectures, and her schedule for the next few months. We're grateful that you joined in, and we'll see you next month in March for our chat, um, Venus and First Fridays with Venus. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you, Catherine. Bye, everybody. It got me